Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Taco Tuesday. I'm Alex Padilla, at Alex Padilla 86 on Twitter. He's Alex Regla, at Alex M. Regla on Twitter. Alex, what's going on? How are you today? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? You know what? I'm doing great after that win. You know, mm-hmm. well, they just they they just inspire you and think like, man, you know, the Lakers are back, right? No, I wish I I wish I could say that, but man, today was a weird one, dude. Today was a weird. One. The Lakers end up beating the Magic 114-103. The game was unfortunately a lot closer than the score might indicate, and even at one point, the Lakers had a 16 point lead in the second quarter. And they went into the half trailing by six. That's what kind of game it was. Yeah, they gave up forty points to the to this Magic team who are missing like five or six players. Um, yeah, uh, I thought the Lakers would have come into this game after losing the last two, kind of really motivated and wanting to kind of like set the tone early. Uh, unfortunately, the Magic kind of stuck around longer than usual. Uh, but thankfully, down the stretch, they they were able to win this one. I got some hardcore preseason vibes from the Lakers today. Like they're just look like a team that's figuring it out. You know what? If it feels like those ex, not the exhibition, but you know, those games, like right when they went to the bubble, there's like a few regular season games. They had to finish up. Did they play like eight games or something? Yeah. And they kind of just, they couldn't make any threes. They just weren't very interested. It kind of feels like that ever since AD came back. Yeah, and I think it's just because Anthony Davis, I just watched his post-game uh, interview with Mike Trudell on TV, and he admittedly is like, I am not in a rhythm yet. I'm just not. And he's like, I hit a couple shots here in the fourth quarter, and that maybe I kind of turned it on a little bit. But you can tell that the whole team, that he, it's great to have him back. They're one and two since he's been back. But at the same time, they look like a new team again. They look like they're all figuring out how to play with Anthony Davis. And today was the first game where he had no minutes restriction on him. He played 31 minutes tonight, finished with 18 points, eight boards, three assists, and two blocks. But I think what I take from this game is that there is absolutely zero flow on offense at the moment right now for the Lakers. Yeah, I kind of like how you phrase that. It's like a new team again because it's like the season's almost been split up into like three different parts, right? Like, the start of the year with LeBron, AD, all the new guys. Then the middle of the year where LeBron, AD both get out and it's the new guys and the old guys trying to figure out how to win any game without them. And now you add a couple of new more guys in Drummond and McLemore and you get AD back, but no LeBron. So you got to try a different way to play. So it's just like they haven't been able to play a consistent style mm-hmm. of basketball. And I think it shows a lot on defense too. Yeah, especially when the two guys that you were missing were your two key offensive guys night in, night out. So then when those two guys are out for the, was it 20, how many games did they miss together? Was it 14 Yeah, it was about like 20-something or so, I think. Um, And you have to figure out who's going to score while these guys aren't here. And then one guy comes back and now you got to figure out, all right, who else is going to score now that he's back here? But he's not really back yet because he only played like 15 minutes game one. And then he played a a little more uh, two days ago. And then today he was on on nothing. So they're just going to – 
figure it out. My biggest concern, Alex, is that there's 11 games left. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of time to figure things out, especially when Le- there's really no timetable at the moment for LeBron James. That is a, and I'm not even talking about seeding. Like we can get into all that stuff, but when I'm looking at this team in the last three games, I'm not sure if 11 games is enough to kind of figure out what they need to do to, to be successful in the playoffs. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Like, how many games is enough games for AD, LeBron, the rest of the roster to kind of gel and hit the playoffs running and get some of that chemistry? Because that chemistry and that kind of cohesion was such a big reason why they were so good last year. And uh, this season's kind of been the opposite because of injuries and everything. But thankfully, AD's back at least. And again, like uh, LeBron, I'm not sure. Like, there was a video today of him running. I don't know if you saw that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully he could be back sooner than later because, like you said, it's the season's almost done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I answered that question last week when you asked it. I was like, well, I, I think AD needs way more games than LeBron just because I don't think AD's been healthy for a long time. Uh, I, he wasn't healthy in the playoff push last year. He wasn't healthy in the finals. And he clearly didn't have enough time to fully re- uh, recover. He had more of a break during this season than he did in the off season. So uh, that kind of, I just think that AD is going to take, it's still going to take him some more time. He even said like, I'm not AD yet. I'm really not. And that's it, totally understandable. He just, there's just a quote right here from AD. It says, I missed 30 games. So I think I've had enough rest to play in the back-to-backs that we have. So yeah, like you said, he's had a lot of rest. I know he's been injured and that's not getting full rest and stuff like that, but he has been able to at least sit out and kind of, get his body back right and stuff like that. So it sounds like he's going to play in all the back-to-backs going forward too. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, any room for him to take days off anymore, mm-hmm. especially if I think Vogel said we're just going to be responsible, I think was the word, with yeah. his minutes. Like There is no minutes restriction on Anthony Davis, but he said we're going to be responsible with him. And I just think this team, I mean, if you really want to like take a look at the standings, it, it I mean, we can play that game, you know, where – they are three and a half games out of the play-in, but you know it's a possibility that they might be there, right? Maybe. Yeah. Well, what do you think of AD tonight compared to the the last two games? I just thought it's it's good to see him. Well, that second quarter nobody played well. No. And I think he had was it like four turnovers yeah, in that he quarter. Had four turnovers. And I looked like he was trying to do too much, and that kind of goes back to my point of who's kind of take the reins what's the flow of this like he looked like he was just dribbling way too much that quarter um after that he kind of seemed to settle in in the third and and then the fourth quarter everybody played better for the lakers but um that's it's gonna be a little difficult to not have that taste of the second quarter in your mouth right now like that was the worst quarter i've seen the lakers play maybe this year yeah i mean it's up there um but yeah like in terms of individually ad like at least his jumper looked good tonight um those first two games against dallas that was something he really struggled with like he couldn't get anything to fall so it was good to see him at least get some of that rhythm back he hit a three which -hmm. is like the first three he's made since i think someone said february um so yeah yeah. the last three he made was february 6th against detroit that's crazy um so yeah i mean again i agree though also that he was doing a little too much on offense in terms of self-creating and i thought when Dennis Shooter took over in the fourth, I thought he just set everything up uh, in terms of his own scoring, then also to mm-hmm. kick it out to AD. 
So that just goes to show when LeBron gets back, I think AD is going to look a lot better too. Yeah, I think we also learned that it's okay to rely on Shooter to start the offense, even with Anthony Davis back. I, I uh, thought Dennis Shooter was uh, incredible in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, taking a look at the box score, too, not just Anthony Davis. Every starter for the Lakers today scored in double digits. Mm-hmm. And Montrez Harrell added 18 off the bench. Games like today is just when I just love Trez. He just was all energy in a in a in an energyless arena. He was the energy. He just was loud and vocal and and everywhere tonight. I don't know how they can get this night in and night out out of him, but this is what Montrez needs to be for the Lakers every night in the playoffs. So so the Lakers had nine offensive rebounds. Uh, Harrell had four by himself. So almost half of them were, were Harold. So yeah, I, I agree. I thought that third quarter, the Lakers played better defense and they played better overall. But it was still kind of like the, the energy wasn't there. Like it still felt like they were just kind of hanging around. They weren't really mm-hmm. trying to win the game. And I thought Harold's offensive rebounding and his he got he got teed up at one point. He got fouled like in the post. You know when he gets really animated. And I thought that at least added a spark to the team that, that they didn't have tonight. And he was yeah. he was really good in the fourth quarter too. Yeah, he was really good tonight. I think that's just like, this is the guy that they signed up for. That's the six man future or past six man of the year. Like that guy is exactly what they want, and they just need to get it consistently every night. Um, the three point shooting was a bit of an issue there today too, until the fourth quarter. I think for a while, I think they were shooting like twenty three percent at one point. <laughs> uh, West Matthews didn't play today, um, but just. You know, I don't think Markeith, I think, was it on the broadcast? Markeith Morris hasn't hit a three in like 20-some shots. He's struggling right now. I'm trying to think, like, maybe it's the fatigue because, like, he was a guy who was trying to take on a lot of that offensive responsibility without AD and LeBron. So I'm not sure if it's just tired legs or or maybe him adjusting to playing off the bench again. Yeah, maybe, but that that doesn't help your, your percentage when a guy goes over. Um, Kuzma actually had a pretty damn good game tonight mm-hmm. going four of six from three. He had some good energy as well. Um, obviously the guy, he's going to be the one that gets sent to the bench once LeBron comes back. So, um, good to see Kuzma score as well, but let's <laughs> Alex. I mean, the magic are bad team. <laughs> no, yeah, they're bad. This is, they, the the La- Lakers should have won this game. So it's, yeah. 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 So it's, so it's not, it's not that I'm not trying to compliment the guys because, it's not that. It's the second quarter really stood out to me. It's like, that's troubling. Because a quarter like that against a good team, you're not getting out of it probably. Mm-hmm. The Magic are 3-13 and 13 since the trade deadline. Like, they traded away, like, their entire team. I think they said they, they traded away 60 points per game. That, that yeah. and they're missing Michael Carter-Williams, Otto Porter Jr., Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac. I mean, some of these guys have been injured for most of the year. But still, like, they're missing key guys. And like you said... They traded away, you know, Aaron Gordon, Vucevic, two of their big cornerstones. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there would be and no the excuse. Did, the Lakers did come out great, though. You know, they had that first quarter. Their defense looked amazing. Like they only gave up 16 points, and that that to me was what I was expecting the whole game. I was expecting a 28 to 16, 28 to 20 per quarter kind of game for the Lakers, because I just think like these guys don't have anybody on offense for them to score right now. And yet every one of their starters had double digits tonight as well. Yeah, I mean, to the Lakers' credit, they after that second quarter, the second half, they won every quarter. I thought mm-hmm. the defense got a lot better. Um, 
so they like again they they fortunately still won this game and i thought dennis was a big part of the reason why like at one point he was like five for five in the fourth quarter or something like that so at the end of the day they got the win but yeah you would kind of hope there's no more lapses like this after especially after you're coming off was at three in a three in a row they lost i think so Mm -hmm. but a win's a win a win is a win and right now those are very very important and then when especially when you're looking at the current schedule that they're in like they they just dropped both to to the Mavs which mm-hmm. I don't think either of us were expecting to for them to drop both they had 3 in a row they lost 4 of their last 5 and then they absolutely needed this 100% like losing to the Magic is just so demoralizing probably so thankfully they won this one and now their next 3 are against teams that are under 500 as well so if you are really looking cuz I don't know. Maybe I panicked after the Mavericks losses. I was really looking at playing, but I mean, they still have a good. They have a good little gap between them. Um, but you, these are the games that you have to capitalize. That you have to go out and you have to win. You have to beat the Wizards. You got to beat the Kings, and you got to beat the Raptors. So, I mean, what do you think it comes down to? Do you think it's just energy? Do you think it's the defense? Like, what? What do you think they need to focus on more going into these games, knowing that they have, like you said, they have to win these games, like. Washington, Sacramento, Toronto. Uh, Washington's playing a lot better, but that's still a game you you would kind of hope the Lakers can pull out. Yeah, I mean, listen, Washington is yeah they're playing better as of late, but they're still twenty seven and thirty three. Mm. You know they they I know that they've won a lot. I actually they lost their last game, but for me to answer your question, go back to your question. I I I don't know how they they could if there's a switch that's just going to be magically turned on. But the flow of offense to me is something that they have to figure out. It, it's it's clunky because it's been clunky all year since the injuries. Like there's, and I understand it when you don't have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Why it was clunky? It was so streaky. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've been saying with this team is they're either lights out and unguardable, or they're a freaking worse than a Drew League team sometimes. <laughs> Like they're so bad sometimes in stretches like the second quarter. You're like, what? Is, how are these guys in the NBA sometimes? And then sometimes you're like, how are we not winning every single game? That's like that's the Lakers in a nutshell. There's really is no in between. Yeah, and I don't know how much of that has to do with again just like having a new guy in the starting lineup almost every other game, and AD and Andre Drummond having to like that's a that's a crazy front court that wasn't part of the game plan to start the year. Like Gasol and Drummond are two wildly different players for Anthony Davis to kind of come back from missing 30 games or whatever. And then say like, here's Drummond play with Drummond and also play with Dennis shooter. Like he only had like how many games of Dennis before he got hurt too. So, uh, I mean, that's not an excuse for them missing open shots. And that's not an excuse for them not running better offense. Like giving the ball to Drummond with like eight seconds left in the post. Is it going to, be good offense so i mean i agree I, th- I think sometimes the offense leads to to defense in terms of the turnovers and like ad trying to do too much mm-hmm. gave orlando really good chances on the other end so yeah that all plays a part of it yeah i think if they can clean up the turnovers on offense if they can find some sort of consistency on offense then that's going to solve a lot of their problems and i don't know if those are actual solvable things right now without lebron james but that's really what I'm what I'm focusing on. Is there something more that stands out to you? Like the def- the defensive effort on in the second quarter today was it was an anomaly. It wasn't really 
what we're used to seeing from them. Yeah, for me, it's the defense. I, I, I mean, I, again, I, uh, Dallas is a good offensive team. Like, Luka, he's just going to make every defense look bad. But, um, again, that second quarter, yeah, there's just too many dunks. They're giving up so many easy shots to, to other teams that, that really, for a team like the Lakers, who are the best defense in the league, that's something that's pretty rare. But that's happening a lot in the last, I don't know, five games maybe. Like, teams are just getting to the rim way too easily. Like, there's a lot of breakdowns. And, again, I'm not sure if that's just the new personnel trying to figure out how to play with each other or what. But, yeah, like, you shouldn't be giving up 40 points to this Orlando team. Yeah, or not that many teams in the NBA unless you're playing, like, Steph Curry, like, sometimes. That's a lot of points to give up in one quarter. Yeah. So, especially against the match. By the way, very difficult to wrap my head around the fact that a I didn't know anybody on the Magic today, and then b they're wearing like Phoenix Suns jerseys. Yeah, like, it's what, it's, what are, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what team am I watching right now? And uh, yeah, like there's a guy named Robert. Again, I, I I'm sure this is horrible. I'm sure he's a good player and stuff. There's a guy named Robert Franks on the Magic. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Uh, sounds like yeah. a made up name, but. And uh, who was the the center uh, Okiki who just like destroyed oh, yeah. Drummond on that dunk? Yeah, tonight? He, looked, he was great tonight. Like, yeah, he, yeah. There's a couple guys where I was like, oh, okay, okay. Whoever you are, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I'm watching Orlando Magic basketball to you guys because I'm not. I just don't watch Orlando Magic basketball. So uh, when they traded everybody away, I was like, well, those are the guys that I know on that team. Uh, yeah. So. Uh... The Lakers, I mean, again, you would have hoped, given everything that Orlando was missing and coming off two losses, they would just dominate this game, but they didn't. So I'm really looking forward to that um, Washington game. Like, how do you think they're going to come out? Do you think it's going to be another game where low energy, low effort, or do you think they finally, like, this gives them a nice little momentum boost? You know, I hope so. I I would... it, It... it really kind of bothers me when the teams, when a team like the Lakers who are just battling night in, night out to win every single game. Like I can't remember the last time they won a game easily and it just kind of like the effort shouldn't be an issue with them, you know? Yeah. Like it just really shouldn't. That's the kind of like, they need the effort to get them to victories, especially when, when guys are hurt, maybe now a little less, maybe some of the guys are like too reliant. The fact, Oh, AD's back. So I could kind of pull back a little, like, no, like this team really does need to go out and just go balls to the wall all the time. And cause you know, Russell Westbrook is. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at Washington's. Do you know what their record is in the last 10 games? I think they've lost one. They're nine and one in their last 10 games. They're only two games out of the nine seed. For that playing tournament so you know washington westbrook like th- these guys are gonna go in and try to win this game so if the lakers take the same approach as they did with orlando like i can see them losing this one yeah bradley beals back brett have you seen bradley beals little streak here in that in those 10 it's games it's gonna be tough yeah 26 20 34 31 30 37 30 29 33 33 and 45 <sighs> And we yeah. don't know if Caruso is going to be available after, oh, after that's he right. took that fall. So today, Alex Caruso left the game, did not return because he had back spasms. Um, so who knows if he'll be ready to go on Wednesday. I have no idea. No update yet on that. I haven't seen any of you at uh, this moment. No, I mean, he, he was ruled out for the rest of the game. And I, I feel like he that's like the second time he's kind of hurt that, that lower back this year. So 
Um, I, he's been banged up for most of the season. He's another guy who's kind of dealt with his own injuries. So hopefully he's good to go because they're going to need him for both Beal and Westbrook. Yeah. So that's the next game for the Lakers. And then after that, on Friday, it is the Kings. And then on Sunday, it is the Raptors. And on Monday, so they will play four times. By the time we're back, they play the Nuggets. And uh, the Kings, Raptors, and Nuggets, and actually the Clippers, too. They're all in L.A. So those are the next. They have one more on the road, and then the next five, four, excuse me, in Los Angeles. So um, be interesting to see. Is it? Do you have any guesses as because you're seeing all these things like did LeBron work? He tweeted about like working out at some high school today or something. Yeah, and he, there's like a video of the Lakers themselves, like the team account tweeted a, like a black and white video of him just like doing like sprints, mm-hmm. like just like up and down. He wasn't turning or doing anything else, but maybe that's a sign that he could be back soon. I think there was a report, I think last week, that he could be back as soon as like next week, but I'm not sure how valid that is so we'll see but again like i'm looking over the schedule too there's not that many games left yeah it's not that many games left and it's funny too because all the lakers every time they ask him about lebron james they're just like i heard he's back soon or i heard he's kind of close like so there's really no no one's saying anything uh the only thing that dennis schroeder did say is that they will have a meeting mm-hmm. when lebron james returns to improve on-court chemistry and to that Dennis Schroeder, I say, Amen. Please do that. Uh, you know what? Like again, I this if this like streak or stretch of games without LeBron and without AD has shown me anything. I, I've been really impressed with Dennis. Like on and off the court, his quotes and how he's played in these closing stretches in some of these games. Like he's taken on this kind of leadership role with his team, and for a new guy uh, to, to to be the one who's saying, "Yeah, we're gonna have, we need a meeting to kind of gel and stuff like mm-hmm. that." That's important. I think that's really that that speaks highly of, of Dennis, and I think that's that's a really good sign in terms of getting everyone on the same page when everyone's back. Let's not forget Dennis is playing for a contract. That too. I, you know yeah. what? Like, like he, I think the last three games he's averaging twenty-one and eleven. So he, like, he's putting up the numbers and he's playing well. well. I, dude, if the Lakers gave him the con, I don't know what it would take to re-sign him if he hits free agency. I don't know what they could offer him. I don't get NBA contracts, but I know that he turned down $84 million. But I had this discussion. Harrison joined my radio show, and and we talked about, is he worth $84 million for four years? And I liked everything that he's brought so far to the team. I thought that he's, he's taken on a role that he probably didn't expect he had to because no one saw the injuries coming. And I feel like he's like it, here and there, It's he has a couple off games here and there, but... I really have liked what Schroeder has brought to the team. Same. And I, I think like when we had that, we first had that conversation when like the, the report came out that he declined that, that contract. I think you and like both of us were like, Oh, well that's, he's not going to get any more than that. Like it, yeah. it's a, that might be a bad move on his end, but he might have bet on himself and he might've be a guy who actually like cashes out because of it, because he's been playing really well. And uh, again, defensively, offensively, the jumper is starting to fall, and that's always a mm-hmm. big thing. Uh, he's had a lot of clutch moments. Again, the leadership aspect of it. So I wouldn't be surprised like if the Lakers see him during the stretch. And again, a lot of it does come down to what he does in the playoffs. Like that That's ultimately what's going to make him the money right there. Yep, that is exactly right, because that is where we, f- we found out who playoff Rondo was. 
and he's not on the team anymore. <laughs> so somebody's got to do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tonight, uh, Lakers 114, Magic 103, all five starters in double digits, plus Trez finished with 18 points. Anthony Davis, no more minutes restrictions for him. 31 minutes tonight, 18 points, eight rebounds, three assists, two blocks. Um, it's only He's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. He's only going to get better, and we'll see what he does on Wednesday against the Wizards. Alex, we do it every single week. Prediction time. Four games. Wizards. Kings. Raptors and Nuggets. Give it to me, man. Mm, I say they go two and two. Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, but I hope, I'll say it after the two and two, maybe like they get LeBron back for that Clippers game or something. Like, so it's I, not all bad. I made a prediction on my radio show that LeBron returns for the Clippers game as well. I said that about two weeks ago. It just seemed to make sense to me. Um, timetable wise it, it it looks like that that's a realistic date right there yeah but you never know lebron might play next game no probably not he won't sorry don't want to get people's hopes up. after <laughs> i said it i apologize but what about you he, what do you think in the next four games how, what are they gonna do they have to go three and one. Oh, have to go three and they one. they have to go three and one okay i mean the nuggets don't got jamal murray last i checked right no, they, they still got Jokic, they, though. I know, but we got Anthony Davis That's back. That's true. So I expect a win there. Okay. I don't know if they'll beat the Wizards. They they would struggle if LeBron was on that team because the the point guard play for the Wizards is just ridiculous. It's something that the Lakers always have trouble with. Russell Westbrook seems to always score 40 points against them because all he does is drive it in against our point guards. So I think that's going to be a struggle regardless, and that's the one game that I would let them pass. But the, in my opinion, you got to beat the Kings. Yeah. you got to beat the Raptors. Yeah. And I expect you to beat the Nuggets. I don't know why, but I expect it. Uh, three and one would be huge. Like three and one and get LeBron back and you have, what is it? Four games or whatever else that's left in the season. I, I think six, six games. Okay. Then yeah, if you could get LeBron for at least five games, I think they'll be happy with that. Yes. Because I desperately do not want to play in the play in tournament. So three and one would be nice. And I think we'd be okay after that. So we will see what happens. Uh, Alex, did you actually write the THQ I did. thing? I did. You did? Yeah. How did I miss them? Missed it. So you know how we said that like Anthony Davis hasn't made a three since February something? Yeah. So I checked. I haven't written anything since like February something. So uh, we both broke a streak. So yeah, I, I wrote something on the newsletter throwdowns.substack on THT. And um, yeah, so if you want to read about it, he kind of showed... In that fourth quarter, a couple of things I highlighted in the piece in terms of how he gets to the rim, like his layup package, all that kind of fun stuff. So you can read that over there. Yeah, go ahead and check it out. At Alex M. Regla is where you could find it. I'm on it right now, throwdowns.substack.com. Taylor Horton Tucker is here to stay and drive. So go check that out. Uh, I'm Alex Padilla at AlexPadilla86. You can follow me there. Excuse me for all the Padres tweets this last weekend. I was a little excited, Alex. Uh, you hey, know? you know what, man? That was fun as hell. Like, I would love another uh, playoff series there between those two teams. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I'm also exhausted, and I don't want to see them play for a while again. Because, <laughs> like, four or five-hour intense baseball games in April is just not good for, for the health, you know? No, definitely. Uh, again, like, I... I'm definitely more of a basketball fan. I love the Dodgers. I love baseball. But like, though, that's the type of series you kind of show non-baseball fans to like get them into it because mm-hmm. those were all really fun games. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and this Padres-Dodgers rivalry is not going anywhere anytime soon. 
uh because they're both really 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 good teams so we'll see what happens there but alex this has been fun man uh everybody go subscribe to the throwdowns and we will talk to you next week all right man thank you